0: Uh, among them he still has to pass the commander in chief test. Uh, the foreign policy uh, discussion in the last democratic debate was challenging for him uh, by all accounts uh, and I think that's a major but Mainly resorts to
1: judgment and I was, I was right on Iraq. And,
0: and, and, exactly. Judgment, I was right on Iraq, um, you know, sort of sounding as if he's talking off of a briefing book as opposed to something that he's really fluent in and you could compare the difference in how she sounds talking mm. about it. But you know, he, she's also the favorite because there's literally no one else running. Um, if there was someone else running, it might be different. Well,
1: might? somebody else run?
0: There remains the ongoing speculation that somebody could parachute into the race. I, I find that very hard to believe unless things got quite dire for her. I still think that she will likely be the nominee, uh, but I think she will go into a general election very, very damaged, and I think that's, or, or very damaged, one very, um, which is problematic. Democrats at this point, with the, with the demographic edge that they have in national campaigns, should be able to essentially nominate a cardboard cutout uh, and, and have them win. But ironically, the person who historically cleared the field of all other elected Democrats who could have challenged her is now seeming like a pretty weak general election candidate, at least for the immediate future, and that's been surprising to people.
1: What would you add to that about Hillary
0: Clinton?
2: I would say that one, I mean, the message thing is definitely her problem going forward, and they were trying to shake it up. You saw her tap at the new ideas that they're gonna talk about race, and that the way she's gonna win this moving forward is with African-American voters, that Iowa and New Hampshire are not indicative of the country, but, Still, she faces a problem that Bernie Sanders is preaching a message of revolution, and she's preaching one of continuation of Obama, incremental change. Competence. And that's harder to sell to these young people that are excited, it's not ins- inspirational. And that's what is exciting all these young people about her and that's part of, um, but how, to, how she figures out to sell something like that that's also authentic to her is the message problem which is mm-hmm. what we're hearing about this staff shakeup and it's like the ground game was proven to be um, successful in Iowa. It helped her win by a tiny margin. Um New Hampshire was more of a test of the message, where it's really talking to voters in town halls and coffee shops. And it showed that it didn't resonate there at all. And it showed that that's the problem more than a ground organization. Young people, what are they looking for? What can we say about those voters? Well,
1: I think part of it has to do with Hillary's theory of change, which is an esoteric term, but... Her theory is that you have to work really hard for change, work within the system, and that you have to pay your dues, and then finally you'll make incremental progress. Um, if you're someone who's 22 years old and either hasn't paid your dues or has seen big progress for gay rights under Obama, for example, you've seen um, Obamacare passed, then maybe you think, you know, actually this Obama kind of more dreamy approach works a little bit better, in fact, instead. And I think it's indicative. If you go to their websites, um, Hillary's is a laundry list, literally, of issues in alphabetical order. And if you hear her talk, we were up in New Hampshire, it's the same thing. She has this encyclopedic, very impressive knowledge of, you know, 50, 60, 70 years of American political history and policy. Whereas Bernie, you go, and his first two issues are, number one, income inequality, and number two, very tactically, um, free college tuition. So he knows, like, young people are underrepresented in American politics. He figured out that I can actually make 18, 29-year-olds a constituency for me. That gives me something even more powerful than Obama had. Obama won about two-thirds of that vote. Bernie so far has won um, 80, 85 percent. And, 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 and what does he have to do to win more and do better in the African-American community? So that's the key question. And the one major, major caveat I'd have about Iowa and New Hampshire is that they're extremely white states. Um, we haven't seen much support for Sanders in states like South Carolina or North Carolina, for example. Nevada, I think, should be a fairly good test. There's not a lot of polling there. And if there is polling, it's a caucus. I'm not sure I'd trust it very much. But if Clinton does lose in Nevada, that's a really kind of diverse state. A lot of people come from all over the country to move to Nevada. You have union workers, you have Hispanics, some African-American population.
2: Um, I don't think she even has to lose necessarily. I think that if he shows that it's Like, it used to be talked about as our firewall, and all of a sudden, they're talking about it as the Clinton campaign is downplaying it, saying, actually, among Democratic caucus-goers, it's like 80% white. They're starting to downplay expectations. So even if he does well and puts up a a real run for money, I think it makes it look like he's viable in a more diverse state. It's hard
1: to know. I mean, when you go back at 2008 and look at the map now, you can kind of say, oh, now I get why Obama did well in Iowa and Hillary did well in New Hampshire and she did well in the Northeast in general. Obama did well in the Midwest. Right now, we only have two data points to put it very bland.